What is up, fine folks? Welcome back. Episode 12 of Double Tapped. I'm Jay. I'm Tanner. What was your What was your hand? I ra- I just inadvertently raised one finger, then I was like, well, that's a one. So I figured I'd put a two over here. Nice. So this is the post-E3 de facto episode. Yes. And that's pretty much going to be the entirety of the episode. And we should also acknowledge, uh, because uh, last night was a Game 7, uh, there was, yeah, go Bucks. Go Bucks. Uh, there was a lot of, you know, tomfoolery going on. <laughs> so we're just having water today. Which, when yeah. you really think about it, all beer starts as water. That's true. So this is really beer nice in its purest form. Yeah, we just we need hydration today. Exactly. So we're going all water. Tanner, what you been playing lately? A lot. Yeah. Uh, like the Twenty One Savage. Song. Oh yeah, a lot, a lot. Uh, yeah. So I've been playing a game that I put you on uh-huh. called Slay the Spire. That's all I've been playing. <laughs> uh, a game I, I played on PC a long time ago, and then not a long time ago, but it's just one of those games you come back to every now and then, mm-hmm. and it's now on. PlayStation Now, which you and I both have, and so I was like, "Hey, I texted you. I was like, hey, play this game if you haven't. I promise it's dope." Yeah. Uh, and so I've been playing it and got through a couple of runs now, and you just played it for the first time, so your your insight's probably more valuable than mine as someone who has played it. Yeah, because it's it's sort of your pitch for the game <clears throat> was basically turn-based roguelite card game yeah. where you build a deck every run, that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. And I was like, and you also said, of course, great podcast game. It is. Uh, which, yes, you are absolutely right that it is. Yeah. Um, I love that it's that from pretty much the beginning. You do like, <clears throat> I did one run to sort of get acclimated. Sure, yeah. And after just that, to learn I was like, how it goes. Okay, yeah. uh, throw on a, whatever I'm listening to for the day and just go. Uh, yeah, I've beaten the first two bosses. I've unlocked the three characters. I haven't unlocked the very last character yet. Yeah. And if I had just looked at gameplay of this game, I would have probably thought nothing would have jumped off like the screen for me being like, I should play this. 100%. And yet, and I'm I'm not like blown away by it, but it just has the hook yep. that you're after. Yep. Like it's not, you know, blowing my hair back. It's just satiating my desires for what I'm after for a game right now. Yeah. It's sort of holding me over to whatever the you know, next big single-player immersive story game I play will be, this is the kind of game that I like to sort of bridge those gaps. Yeah. And it's really suiting that very well. Yeah, and it's it's one of those games that, you know, you can do 30 minutes, you can turn off your PlayStation, pick the run back up, or if you die, just do another run the next day. Uh, I, again, like you said, it's not, it's probably not a masterpiece of a game, but for what it's going for, it's damn good. It's just rock solid. And it's so... It's so easy to play, yeah. and like it's almost mindless. But there is, especially in like boss fights, there are those moments where you're like, okay, wait, I have to play these in a certain order, exactly. Otherwise, I'm gonna like lose some damage that I could get. I also really just like the card design and like the monster design and stuff. It's very, it's a cool art style. It's very unique. Um, I think even in my text to you, which you you have a history with Yu Gi Oh. Oh yeah. But I was like, hey, it's card based. I know. Trust me, because card based isn't something that immediately sells me on a mm-hmm, game. For sure. Because, uh, like, Hearthstone is fine, whatever. Gwent, I enjoyed in The Witcher, but wouldn't want to play as a standalone. Like, that kind of thing is normally my sort of out moment, but Slay the Spire is great. There's another game called Monster Train that is pretty similar that I've, I haven't played, but I've seen enough gameplay mm-hmm. of, that if you're out there listening and you like Slay the Spire, Monster Train is a similar kind of thing. Uh, there's also a game called Dicey Dungeons, which is another great PC game, uh, which I played a little bit of last week. Uh, similar kind of setup, but instead of cards, it's like rolling dice. Mm. 
Uh, that's a very cool game that I've been playing. I will say, because it, uh, it has the Yu-Gi-Oh! analog because it's a card-based game. Yeah. I find it more comparable to Pokemon, gameplay-wise. Mm. Uh, that makes sense. It's like, Yu-Gi-Oh! can get really, especially modern Yu-Gi-Oh! can get very weird and tactical with the different types of cards. Yeah. Um, you got your spells, your traps, your worlds, your, all your weird kind of summons and all that sort of thing. There's a simplicity to this where, like, all you're pretty much doing is attacking and defending just in different ways. Sure, yeah. Um, that I think is more comparable to, like, Pokemon, but, like, significantly more tactical than Pokemon. Yes, yeah. But in a more streamlined way than Yu-Gi-Oh! So it's somewhere in the middle, which I kind of love. Yeah. And I love Pokemon and I love Yu-Gi-Oh! So it's sort of the right... It's in the sweet spot between those two that yeah. I really like. And I've, I've seen a few games now. There's a game in beta right now called Deepest Chamber, I want to say. That is very similar to Slay the Spire. Different art style, but gameplay-wise very similar. I like this sort of genre just because it is a great podcast yeah. game. Uh, another game I've been playing, mm-hmm. sort of for the first first time at this point now, I, I'm past where, wherever, wherever I stopped, is Dishonored. Uh, I played a lot of Dishonored in college, or a bit of Dishonored in college. Probably the first two missions, maybe? Uh, I'm now on either the third or fourth mission. And it's really solid. Mm. Like, it is... Arcane is very, very good at what they do. We're going to talk about Arcane later. Oh, yeah. They'll come up. Yeah. But, you know, with I've been so hyped for Deathloop for a while now that Dishonored has always been on my back burner to play. It's kind of one of those times right now where, yes, Ratchet's out. I'm going to get Ratchet eventually, but I'm, I'm not, like, chomping at the bit to get it right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was like, let's go to the back catalog. Let's see what we can play. And then Dishonored is what popped out to me. And it's pretty much what you expect, but it's really well made. And, like, it's, it's hard to argue against God, that's one of those games that i'm shocked has never stuck for me mm. i tried dishonored one i have tried dishonored two and for some reason like they just don't vibe with me in terms of i don't know the story the kind of i don't know the setting is weird it's like victorian but kind of steampunky yeah um but i'm just like sitting here i love the third person stealth action style or yeah. first person stealth action uh like this is like I thought I was going to love Thief, and Thief was terrible. These <laughs> games are actually good, but I still don't like them, and I can't really articulate why. That's fair. Because um, I saw a clip, I think it was on Instagram, of someone doing this absolutely ridiculous sequence in Dishonored 2 of like mm. slowing down time and jumping off a building and shooting these dudes in the heads with arrows and then throwing this dude off the building, pausing time again, shooting two other dudes, restarting time, this other dude notices, and then a body falls off and crushes that guy. I'm just like... <laughs> That's awesome. Any kind of game that you could do something like this, I, in theory, I should love. Yeah. One of these days, I might circle back to it again, just because yeah. I feel like it's... I didn't dislike it. It just sure. didn't make me hang on. Didn't right. hook me. Yeah. So, maybe one of these days. That's fair. And then, the last game, I think, that I've not mentioned before that I've been playing, obviously... 2K, I'm still playing a little bit of. I've done a little Tricky Towers, stuff like that. But uh, I finally picked back up on Persona 5. Uh. I've been playing... I probably played six hours of Persona uh, since the last time we talked. And that game is just damn good. Yeah. It's, it's... Again, I might play like 10 hours of it and drop it again. Because I don't need 100 hours of something to like satiate me. But at the same point... It was a game so good in a style that I don't play at all that I had the itch to play it and got back into it. Mm. Um, and I was actually surprised at how easy it was to pick back up. Now, granted, I was probably like 15 hours in when I stopped, uh, gameplay-wise. And so I am still early on enough that I guess it's 
there are some mechanics that are still folding in now, mm-hmm. but I have gone back to a couple things and been like, I don't know what the fuck's going on here. So I just kind of ignore it yeah. and, and move on, and it's been fine so far. Uh, but the story's good. It's it's very anime, but in like a fun sense, the the UI design is beautiful. Like the, the monster design is cool. Everything about that game is just cool. The music's yeah. great. Uh, and it's been fun to get that little itch back into me to play more Persona because, again, JRPG is not my thing, mm-hmm. and I enjoy the hell of that game. So I'll make one note because I haven't been playing this game really, which is Returnal, mm. uh, in a week or two, but I still haven't gotten the Platinum. I still mm. lack that one trophy. Yeah. Now, there was an update <laughs> that came out for Returnal, I think it was beginning of last week, mm-hmm. where they patched a lot of things, a lot of things having to do with trophies. Okay. One of which was, at least in the patch notes, it said, fixed a glitch where one cipher in one biome won't spawn, and that's what's keeping you from getting this trophy or whatever. Mm. And that was what I lack. Yeah. So I didn't know whether if I signed in to the game and then like whether I would have to go find it or whether it should just pop when I sign back in after the update. Yeah. I went and did one run and didn't find it, and it didn't pop automatically. So I was like, I think what I've settled on is that I'm just going to put this off and not worry about it for yeah, a while. until a patch and then fixes one, it. Or not even that. Like, months from now when I'm going through, I'll see that I missed that one trophy. Sure. And that'll be a reason to pick up Returnal again and give it one more good run. That's a good point. Which I, I have done with several games before. Like, oh, I lacked yeah. just a couple trophies. Let's go back and knock those out. Yeah. So that'll be something, you know, down the line when I need to kill some time. Uh, but I'll get it eventually. I promise. <laughs> Tanner, our big story today is the news. Whoa. Because it was E3. Yes. So there was news galore. Yes. So I'm going to be referring to IGN. Shout out IGN. They is have it, an, is their byline or is it just the, the right? Jordan Serrani. Shout out Jordan. E3 2021 recap, biggest announcements of E3. We're just going to go down the list. This is not a comprehensive list of everything that happened. Yeah. But this is the biggest, most relevant things. Okay. That began uh, began with Summer Game Fest, so not even technically E3. Right. Uh, Which, just when did whole, E3 start? <laughs> the whole E3 thing. <laughs> yeah. So, let's start with the biggest and best thing that happened at all of E3, which was the Elden Ring release date oh, reveal and gameplay legit. trailer. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I thought you were going to do something silly. No, like no, 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 no. Slime Rancher 2. No. Uh, and this is by far the thing I'm most excited about. Uh, how are you feeling about it? I'm excited. I Because all we saw was just cinematic stuff, correct? Or was there there were little snippets of yeah, gameplay? Yeah, there were snippets of gameplay. Uh I oh right because this was the one that had all the big hands in it. There yeah. were like three different huge hands. Uh, yeah, I'm very excited. It was weird that one of the most hype announcements happened so early in E3. Yeah. Uh, but that I mean, you know, it was a great way to kick it off. I love that Jeff Keighley, who got a lot of flack for uh, the Game Awards when there was no Elden Ring there, tweeted right before either right before or right after this trailer went out, like him escaping gamer jail uh-huh. basically, which was really funny. Uh, yeah, I mean, FromSoft, they have proven their their metal with me. Uh, I know they have with you as well. Mm-hmm. And after Sekiro, this looks a little slower than Sekiro. This looks definitively Dark Souls-y to me. Yes, and that worries me just a tad, but I think the world will be cool. Uh, and I, you know, I, I like these games enough now that I'm in. Yeah, I think it's, I think it'll bridge the gap. It'll be, I think it'll be Bloodborne-esque in speed. Uh, it won't incorporate the Bloodborne, like, you know, gun parry mechanics sure, or anything sure, like sure. that. Um, here's what I'll say. I saw this rumor, and I can't confirm this. If this is true, it's hilarious. Okay. 
So there was the horse in the trailer that seems to be your main mode of traversal around this open world. Apparently, to ride the horse, you have to fight the horse. (laughs) I hope that's true. (laughs) That would be a a very FromSoft thing to do. Yes. Um, But yeah, I'm over-the-top excited. It gives me major Dark Souls vibes, both in lore, in you know combat aesthetics, in yeah, just feeling. enemy design, like everything. The sort of medievalness of it yeah. lends itself to Dark Souls well. Um, Which yeah. is based on Norse mythology? Is that what it is? It's based on some sort of mythology, right? I don't know exactly. It seems I'm, like it's just sort of its own George R. R. Martin's own like concoction of yeah, lore. Possibly. Uh, who knows? And I don't really care. It's, uh, the lore is always convoluted anyway, so I'll be sure. intrigued by the world and whatever the giant glowing tree is, but... <laughs> yeah. Who cares? It's more souls and ness. Yeah. Bring it on. Thing two. Starfield Xbox PC exclusivity confirmed and release date announced for 11-11-2022. And that is literally it. Yep. This trailer showed absolutely nothing. Yeah. And nothing uh, in the way of even like the tone or character of the yeah, game. Yeah, exactly. It looked like it looked like what you would see as the very first pitch of a game sure like hey if we hadn't heard of starfield at all it would have been decent to be like what's the sci-fi game and then you see bethesda and it's like oh shit Bethesda's mm-hmm. doing this you know they're doing a, a sci-fi space game but since we already knew about it it was really underwhelming i thought yeah like sure the date's cool it's cool that's 11 uh, 11 year anniversary of skyrim's date that's dope but it feels very far, first of all very far away for how long we've known about this game uh and yeah the fact that we didn't see a slice of gameplay we didn't see even any sort of indication of tone or enemies or anything like that if we're meant to extrapolate some kind of tone from the trailer it gives me very like pure sci-fi like star trek kind Mm. of vibes like not it's not like outer worlds which is funny it's not like you know fallout which is very you know Anachronistic and has yeah. a lot of things going for it. This just seemed very straightforward sci-fi. Yeah. Um, which doesn't really appeal to me on the face of it. I like, you know, my RPGs to have some character or some sort of like like Skyrim wasn't funny. But no. it, obviously you're it's set in medieval land with dragons. Like there's character to that world sure. that may be lacking based on the pitch of this game so far. Yeah. That's a good point. I wonder if is there going to be like interplanetary travel, there or has to be are something you just going like to be that. on one planet? And if so, what? It looked like the moon. It did look like a moon. So you were just on the moon, and then if so, what's happening on the moon? Like I have so many questions about Starfield, and they could have answered Some one of, of them. them. Yeah. yeah, and they they didn't. It was the most generic space travel trailer I've ever seen. Yeah, I think the biggest takeaway from this is just the indication of Bethesda's relationship with Xbox going mm. forward, which seems to be that. Most of the big things are probably going to be exclusive, which, yeah. you know, I um I looked the other day to see if there were Xbox Series X in stock anywhere. Oh, I like wow. did a, I was like, I wasn't necessarily going to do it. Sure. But you, you're but putting I out feelers. Mentally, yeah. uh, and I sort of have my eye out now because I think as we'll sort of touch on as we go along here and we touched on it, like when we watched Xbox's conference live was that that was a pitch for Game Pass. Oh, yeah. For and the sure. more I contemplate how I am currently playing games mm. and that I'm not buying a big title very often, the allure of a system like Game Pass is increasingly, you know, yeah. getting to me. I mean, Game Pass is great. I've had Game Pass several times. Uh, it's always worth it. It's always good. It's just, do you, is there something on there that you really want to play? Yeah. Um, it's similar to PlayStation now. That's the, And that's the thing, too, is like I need to be more, you know, 
deliberate about checking PS Now more often mm, just to find yeah. little things to, you know, stave off the allure. Um, <laughs> yeah, for but, sure. you know, it's pulling me. It's, I mean, kudos to them because I think that was, as you said, when we said, when we watched it live, that was their big thing. It wasn't buy an Xbox, it was get Game Pass. Yeah. Uh, and for a lot of people, the only way to do that is to buy an Xbox. Uh, I think they were smart, though, because I've heard a lot of, in, like, the PC gaming community, like, why would you ever buy an Xbox when all the games come to PC? And they know that, so they're like, well, you could get Game Pass on PC. Mm-hmm. You don't have to own an Xbox, and that that sells me enough. Just yeah. seeing their conference, it's like, okay, you you get it. So I appreciate that they get it. Yeah, they're, they're going to be raking in the revenue for years to come with this system. Yeah. And I'm going to be a victim of it relatively <laughs> soon. I will say, uh, Andrew, our buddy Andrew, uh-huh. texted me. And he said, do I have to buy an Xbox now? Like last week, weirdly, yeah. not like in between uh, when the show happened and now. But I was like, well, in a couple years, exactly. maybe. That was the thing. It was like, you don't need to buy an Xbox right this second. But it's seeming like the floodgates are about to open. Yeah, with the Bethesda stuff specifically. So, next thing, Zelda Breath of the Wild 2, or whatever it's going to be called. <laughs> which apparently it's going to be called something that different that and alludes to game. the story. Yeah. Um, we got a release window and a new trailer. Did this do anything for you? It just looked more like Breath of the Wild to me. Yeah, it did. Because uh, I love Breath of the Wild. Uh, it's one of my favorite games of all time, I think. And I am... I will say, it didn't look very... You're right. It looked just like... it. You could pitch this as a Breath of the Wild expansion and I would buy it. Like, sure. That kind of had, had that feel. But I like the verticality of it. Yeah. And I like that they teased... Uh, sort of new powers along with like the the like stasis and yeah. the ice power and stuff like that. It seems like there's going to be more of that. He in- had like a Sekiro arm. He did. He had like a robotic arm, yeah. which I didn't notice. It was like the Sheikah Slate functionality is now in his arm or something yeah, like that. Which I kind of dig. Yeah. Uh, but also, I like that. I lost my train of thought. Sorry. I I like that they are pushing this as their big go home thing mm. because to me that tells me they're putting all of the manpower behind it that it deserves and that's that's at least promising to me now granted could they have shown more possibly uh when is the release window again it's next year it's right? just next year that's all he said oh it just just 2022 yeah. okay i'm curious now if horizon was waiting to see what this date was going to mm, be and because if, of how last time went right so if you don't remember breath of the wild 1 and Horizon came out, I want to say, within like three, four weeks of each other. Uh, Horizon came out first and had a lot of like positive reviews, a lot of hype around it. And then Breath of the Wild came out and it was like a generational game. And Horizon kind of got buried under the flood of Breath of the Wild praise. Yeah. And so it'll be interesting to see if Horizon was just trying to avoid Breath of the Wild too, Because there were rumors that it would be at the end of this year. So I hope that's the case because... I really think Sony could use a game this year if the strategy was let's just wait. And based on how, you know, and obviously you can't tell a lot from a vertical slice, but the vertical slice of Horizon that we saw a few weeks ago looked more or less done. Yeah, it looked pretty done. Um, If they're just biding their time to see when, you know, this game was coming out, hopefully now in the next little bit we'll get confirmation that game's coming out this year. But Yeah. Or at least, fingers crossed, you never know. Next thing. Squares Guardians of the Galaxy officially revealed. Yeah, this is one of your most exciting moments of E3. It was just, 
it was one of the only really unexpected things for mm. me. Um, which, looking now, I was like, there was definitely some rumors and some people yeah. like sort of knew that this was on the horizon. Yeah. And it just completely like missed my purview. I had totally I, those forgotten are, those are that this best. game was a thing. Yeah. Um, and so then when the announcement happened, I was like, great. Just something cool. Gameplay looks very Avengers-esque, but a little more dynamic, cooler. Yeah. You seem to be able to like direct the other Guardians because you just play as Star-Lord. Um, yeah, I'm intrigued. The tone is nailing the MCU tone pretty well. Uh, the character designs are cool, but more lending to their comic designs, except for, I think, Star-Lord himself, which is pretty clearly yeah. just an MCU version put to a video game. Which I saw, and I... Okay, so Imran Khan, who I like Imran, uh-huh. he was very negative about this because he was basically like, why would you make a game and then just do the MCU versions? He was like, you you have this opportunity to educate people more about like the comic side of Guardians. Why would you just do basically what is their MCU interpretation? And my thought was... Well, the idea is brand recognition, right? Yeah, especially with the Guardians. Like, right, and, and MCU, which is one of the most recognizable brands out there. Yeah. Like, I understand his point about, like, making it creatively different, but I thought they did enough. What's weird is that Imran had that point. A couple of people in my chat when we were discussing it, like, the next day or whatever, they were like, they're too different from the MCU. Mm. And it's like, well, no, I'd rather them make them their own thing. Because someone said, like, I wish they could have gotten Chris Pratt for Star-Lord. And it's like, I get that, but in a way, I'd almost rather have, like, a voice actor than yeah. just... Because actors doing voice acting is kind of hit or miss. Like, I think it's just a different skill set. Um, and so, I I don't know. I, I like the sort of in the middle of kind of their own thing, but kind of MCU. Enough MCU to recognize what's going on. Yeah, I'm with you because if, it, if they had come out with this game... And they looked like the original comic designs of the Guardians. At least Star Lord would have been pretty much unrecognizable from his MCU yeah. counterpart. Uh, so they did enough to say, "Hey, these are the Guardians you at least somewhat know." Yes. Um, and tonally, this is the Guardians. Absolutely. You know. And he—that's now. The, I will say, not knowing much about the comics versions of these characters. Yeah. But I have to assume that Drax the Destroyer is not the same, yeah. you know, very literalistic, that's a, goofy That's fully character. a James Gunn thing. Exactly. Yeah. And yet they've incorporated that seemingly into his character. Like, he's very, like, straightforward, plays a straight man, but is, you know, in direct contrast to the rest of them. But I don't see... I think that's a good thing in the fact that that obviously makes that an interesting character. Yeah. Like, why would you not take some interesting characterization someone has put in front of you moving forward, right? It's like, I think we all saw Doc Ock differently after Alfred Molina played Doc Ock, and you started seeing that in the comics, and he kind of changed a little bit. Like, I just feel similar with, like, Heath Ledger's Joker, and then mm. Joker got darker in the comics, which I guess he was darker before then, but still, I I think that people tend to separate these things too much, where it's like, oh, this is the movie version, this is the comic version, this is the game version. And ultimately... The way comics are, are structured are you're going to get so many different interpretations of characters, but there is sort of a through line of what this character can and can't be. And so the through line just changes over media adaptation. Sure. So I, I think this is just a smart move to get people into what they recognize. I think you and I are higher on this game than a lot of people that I've seen. Or yeah. at least so, there have been very loud critics of it and very loud praisers of it. Yeah. 
Uh, but I, I dig the idea. This this already interests me way more than the Avengers game did. I will say, yeah, mildly so for me, just because I know it's completely single player and the you know extracurricular yeah. stuff in Avengers pretty much did nothing for me. Mm. Um, I like your point about you know the character through lines over time. Yeah, because thinking about an example, I don't think there will ever be another Joel Schumacher style Batman movie. No, like Batman is forever. The Le- Dark Knight esque. Yes. Now, at least a little dark. At least in film. Yeah. And probably in you know most other adapt- adaptations is going to be darker, not you know goofy Adam West Batman like my dad right. really likes. Yeah. And annoys me to no end when he <laughs> says that that's Batman. I'm like, Dad, that is literally not Batman. <laughs> anyway, Tanner, the thing that we got mildly TikTok famous for. Yeah. <laughs> we got a first look at Ubisoft's Avatar game. Yes. Yeah, so. Uh, the video of us, uh, the TikTok of us reacting to this, uh, which is basically you exclaiming why and what the hell and what is this and me just laughing the entire yep. time uh, and then just saying Jake Suli at the end. Uh, that has like 300,000 views on TikTok now, which is, I don't know how the algorithm caught it, but whatever. Yes. Um, Avatar, man. It gets yeah, people. Okay. We got to talk about this. Let's talk about it. There is a large contingency of avatar diehards it's and, so bizarre to me. and i like i enjoyed avatar when i saw it's it in the theaters film. i have not thought about it in 10 years probably other than like in meme form i don't get what about that movie makes people so diehard for it and i guess you could probably if you post something that is lightly mocking that's how i would say we were yeah. or mine was just more shocked yeah it I was, was just, unexpected i was like and what the hell is going we on we built up the possibility that it was maybe it was star massive wars. star wars yeah and this is massive by the way yeah which i don't is know like, how many teams they have <laughs> uh, but anyway like there are so many diehard avatar fans that were like why the hate and uh oh yeah this isn't a big media franchise only the best-selling movie of all time which first of all if you're gonna simp for something Saying it makes the most money ever is like cool. That doesn't mean it has artistic merit. Like there, there's so many films that haven't made a shit ton of money that I'd rather see an interpretation of than Gone with the Wind, which, if you scale for inflation, has made the most money all time. Yeah, like it, it's it, that doesn't to me that doesn't mean it makes a good video game. Mm-hmm. And I don't. This Avatar game might be dope. Yeah, might We're be. not hating on the game. Just the announcement was bad. The presentation of it when people know there's a Star Wars game in the works and know they have other media partners that was just hilarious um the game visually looked pretty good i like the visuals of the game yeah and i mean Uh, obviously avatar pretty much no if there's anything that it's meritorious for it is pretty much just how it looked yeah when it first came out exactly um because i can't personally right now and i will say i'm not hating too much but i will say i do not love the movie it's fine yeah i don't love there's not character the protagonist is boring the message is very ham-fisted. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of things you could pick apart about the movie itself. I don't think it's great. I think it looks great. Yeah. I don't know how that translates to a game when especially you're hoping that this is going to be like a character story-driven. I don't know. We don't right. really know what the game is. Right. Um, so I mine was a little bit rooted out of like, why are they making an Avatar game? This yeah. is an odd choice. Oh, agreed. And I agree with that. I think it's a, a bizarre choice. Granted, I get that people are like, oh, there's going to be five films coming out. Okay. <laughs> like, so many people are like, well, you'll be laughing when the sequel comes out next year. Cool. Here's the thing. The sequel could come out and make, it will make Buku's of money if it comes out. Yeah. That also doesn't mean it will be 
very good. Right. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So and they can make tons of movies. They're not don't have to be great. And they have been saying we're making five movies and the sequel comes out next year. Yeah. Four years now. Yeah. And sorry that it's funny to see a property that in theory, I know there are movies in the works, but in theory hasn't been alive for 11 years. Yeah. The Avatar came out in 09, I, I think. I think uh, so it's, that's just hilarious. It would be like, imagine if they showed like a Hurt Locker game, mm. which is the same time frame. Like, it, it's just so funny. Uh, and I think it's hilarious that there are some people who don't get the humor of that surprise. Like, I don't know. Not to just like diss everybody who was negative in the comments, because most people were rational. Uh, and then a lot of people, of course, like, this is my exact reaction. Like, yeah. you know, this this is so silly, that kind of stuff. But yeah, I did not know there was such a large contingent of. My theory is maybe that. Because TikTok obviously skews younger. Sure. I wonder if people hold more of like a nostalgia for it. Because say you were like 10. No, let's say you were like 8 when mm. it came out. And you're 20 now. Which I hate that I said that anyway. Uh-huh. But if you were 8 then, then maybe it was like one of your first oh, big theater experiences. Right. Yeah. It was in 3D. Maybe it was the first 3D film you ever saw. That's kind of my thought process is I wonder if it was more... Obviously, there are probably older people who just, you know, love the movie. And that's fine. Like, I'm glad people love the movie. I don't remember anything about it. Like, I I just remember the blue people. I remember Jake Sully. I remember them being called the Navi. I remember Sigourney Weaver's in it. And it was like Unobtainium, which is the worst name for anything ever. Uh, that's all I really remember about the film. Sam Worthington was the main he guy? He was the is main guy. Right? Um, I remember, I don't know the actor's name, but he was like the evil CEO who was like, you know, I'm just, I don't care about the people. I want oh, the unobtainium. Who was it? He's a younger, kind of smarmy guy. He was. I can picture his face. I just don't I know can his too. Name. Was he Phoebe's brother on Friends? I don't know. I'm looking this up. All I know is in London. In London? It's my only Friends point of reference. And then I also remember the general, who I've never seen him in anything else, who had like the scars on his face and he walked around with the big yeah, robo yeah. thing. Oh, we're good. Who would have thought we'd be going to the you know cast list for Avatar? What's it his was name? Giovanni Rabisi. Great name. Who is I'm pretty sure Phoebe's brother on Friends. Phoebe's brother. Phoebe's the blonde one. Yes. Yeah. This guy. Yeah. Looks ex- if that's a picture of him from last year, he looks exactly the yeah, same. Yeah, he's not aged very much. So good for him. I'm just checking to make yeah. sure that that's... Yeah, you got to know now. Once you enter a rabbit hole, you can't come out until, until you've, you've completely circumnavigated yeah, exactly. it. Go ahead. We can go to the next thing. Go to the next thing. Yeah, yeah. I'll just find out. Next Smash Brothers DLC character revealed as some dude from Tekken. <laughs> yeah, I honestly, this is one of the more boring Kazuya. things they could have. Kazuya is that's his name. Uh, this is one of the more boring things they could have announced. I think, and I, like, I know. Yes, he was in front. <laughs> uh, sorry, I know that. I know fighting game nerds are going to get excited about this, and that's great. I like one of my best friends is uh, uh, on the internet is like a fighting game nerd. Yeah, uh, you want to see a character from a game you like in the game, right? So. Apparently, Guilty Gear is awesome. By the way, the new fighting game that's uh-huh. out. Apparently, it's sick. Uh, but to get your average person back into Smash, this is not the announcement. Yeah. <laughs> like I, there are few characters other than like another Fire Emblem character I would have been less excited about than. A character from another fighting game. It's mm. like if I want to play a fighting game with the Tekken guy in it, I'll just play Tekken. Like I, which is funny because that's they the tease for him was just you put him against it's Ryu right mm-hmm. from Street Fighter, 
and they made it as though it was like a frame from Street Fighter or Tekken where they're actually fighting, even yeah. though it's in Smash. Yeah. I mean, cool. It's cool that they got him. I get that. But make it somebody fun. Like, the last the last Direct I remember with Smash was the Banjo one, and that was awesome. Mm. It was like, holy shit, Banjo's finally in Smash. I was really hoping it was Crash Bandicoot. I still want Shovel Knight at some point, but yeah. just do do something interesting. And I know for some people this is. It just wasn't for me. Yeah, that's no, me too. It's, you know... Smash is smash is smash. It doesn't really matter who they put in it. I'm just there for the gameplay and the yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm also not going to shell out any money, and I haven't touched Smash in like months at this point. Oh, so. same. If not a year plus. Next, Halo Infinite multiplayer deep dive. Yeah. I don't even know if I would call it a deep dive. No, apparently they did more after the fact. Sure. There's like a 20 minute video on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, looks pretty good. I'm. I am probably more pro Halo than you are at this point. Yeah, to me, I was like, looks like Halo. Yeah. Glad that it has a grappling hook. because That's what I was going to say. The I think the one critique of Halo now, given the speed and fluidity of a lot of modern shooters, is that it feels a little slow movement-wise. Like, the gunplay is still really good. Um, all the abilities are good. But I hope that the grappling hook will kind of sweep some of that under the rug. Yeah. And make it feel a little bit more modern that you can zip to and from places. I like the stuff where you can pull like a an explosive barrel to someone and yeah. kill them that way. That looks really cool. Uh, it seems fun. Visually, it does not look next gen. It looks just like Halo again. Mm, it does. Uh, which is fine, I guess. But like, I like the Master Chief Collection. I'll probably pick this up, especially since the multiplayer is free, which was another exactly. part of that announcement. Um, I'll definitely play the multiplayer on PC. Which I think is a smart move for them because they can almost pitch it as, you know, they can sell cosmetics or whatever and, and do the multiplayer as a free-to-play. And if you're a Halo diehard, you can buy the single-player and I'm sure you'll get cosmetics or something in the multiplayer if you buy the, the base game. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it just looks like Halo. It does. And that was kind of one of the biggest surprises. Yeah. That I'm, it just looks the same. I'm not. I was. That was one of the only things. I was like, okay, if they come out and this is revamped. And I really just wanted to see more of the open world single player aspect of it and how they had revamped that from the trailer that they showed last year that was pretty much panned yeah um which they showed none of so we really don't know anything now about where the single player stands uh so yeah i was looking to this as maybe one of the beacons of hope for me to get an xbox anytime soon and it didn't do enough yeah for me i wonder if either a they've not changed enough and we're scared of the criticism of and I think this probably would happen. They maybe have changed a little bit visually or stuff like that, but I wonder if they thought, okay, people did not like the open world trailer. We're not going to show them another single player trailer. Sure. Uh, which makes a little bit of sense, but at the same time, if the only part of your game that you're selling is the single player, you probably want to get that in front of people more than multiplayer that they can pick up for free later anyway and just kind of try out for themselves. I will say, though, you know, our reaction, I kind of think, is an outlier in this case because. Based on what I saw after this, people were a lot more enthused about just getting to see the multiplayer. That's uh, and probably because that's what they come to Halo. Yeah, for, I mean that's for the most part. what I was interested in from day one. Yeah, so there was a lot of good buzz after this. Yeah, it just wasn't enough for me. Probably and was you know it really didn't do anything much for either of us. No, because I'll I'll download the multiplayer and play that because it's fun. But single player, I don't care. Yeah, Mario plus Rabbids sequel <laughs> sparks of hope interesting it's that high up in the list can, compared to some of the other stuff they yeah. announced uh yeah looks like mario and rabbits i saw someone say uh i forget where it was but someone was like 
you weren't so you weren't as hype about rabbits as I thought you'd be. And I was like, why did you think that? Yeah, exactly. Oh, it was in the YouTube comments. That's uh, what it was of uh, the Ubisoft reaction. It's like there's no I have no hate for that game. It's yeah, just completely just no history not with it. mine. Yeah, yeah. It, is, it is nothing I care about. Uh, I do like that it's not grid based anymore, and it looks like you can kind of explore more. Yeah, and they confirmed that that carries over into combat. The freedom of movement's a little more. It's that's more, cool. You know multilateral than the, it was before. The showcase of it was nice just because just we got to see that guy who looks really friendly. Yeah. But outside of that, I don't have any emotions toward it at all. Yeah, he was very nice. Yeah. I was I was like, I'm glad you are seemingly making pretty good games and people like them. Yeah. Well, because he was the guy, and I think I mentioned this live too, but yeah. he was the guy that when they showcased the first game, when they revealed it for the first time, they cut to him in the audience and he was like sobbing so proud of like his baby and that's just a cool moment to see so I'm rooting for that guy and therefore rooting for the game a little yeah. bit but it's not something I'm going to pick up I hope you eventually make a game that I play sir. yeah exactly Dishonored Devs Arcane Vampire sh- Shooter Redfall revealed as Xbox and PC exclusive one of the best trailers of the of the week for yeah. sure as a purely cinematic trailer I think it did about as much as you could possibly do to sell a game yeah. show the world show the characters I think really cool designs yes everybody was really well designed uh, obviously a little bit of banter between the characters has just enough of like a Left 4 Dead vibe but mm. feels different enough because it is Arcane and they're so good at building worlds um I think everyone, including myself, uh, on my timeline at least, was very attracted to the main chick. Oh, yeah. It was like reading the book. She was hot and cool. Uh, I'm excited to play as her. Yeah, I think it gives you everything a cinematic could. And even, you know, some nods to the gameplay with, like, her using that telephone booth to, like, transport people. Yeah, a lot and of cool stuff. It, it seems like it's going to be very layered, and I'm very excited for it. My... Here's my initial takeaway. World looks really interesting and cool, and I like the... I like my games to have like horror elements, but not be full on horror. Sure, yeah, so this yeah. definitely is going to have some like scary suspensefulness into it. Obviously, yeah. uh, that first shot of that first vampire dude, he looked sick. He did. Uh, and then the end of the vampire like conjuring the solar eclipse or whatever. Was yeah, happening the looked big really cool. White, pale, ghost which kind of gave me. I wonder if they're going to do something Dying Light-esque, mm. where like, oh, when the sun is not out, oh. the vampires are stronger, or yeah, something maybe. to that effect. That's the vibe I got. That was sort of the hint I thought they were given there. Um, my you know, hesitation comes from the fact that this looks like a game that is best played with multiple people, even mm. though they said you can play it by yourself. Yeah. Been there, done that, and that sort of pitch doesn't always work for me. Um, so... If it comes out and people are saying, yeah, this is just as good as a single-player game as it is as a multiplayer game, I'm more interested. Yeah. Um, but obviously, if the stars somehow align and all of us get it, then I'm interested as a multiplayer game as well. Yeah, I mean, if it's cross-play with PC and Xbox, shame is we can't get it on PlayStation. Yeah, but so. it also say, it's due out in summer of next year. Okay, is the release so there's window. time. So there is time. The, I'd say there is a north of 50% chance that I have an Xbox by that time. That seems like about the right time. Yeah. And far enough removed that I feel like I didn't, you know, just double up on the consoles at launch. How many teams does Arcane have? I don't know. Because Deathloop is coming out later this year on PlayStation. That's coming out when next year? Middle of next year. Middle of next year, yeah. Like, I feel like they're just, they crank good shit out. (laughs) Good for you, Arcane. Yeah, really. Do more. Well, don't. (laughs) Don't overwork yourself. Just, just keep doing quality. Exactly. 
Borderlands spinoff Tiny Tina's Wonderlands announced. Yes, I saw that this was announced and know nothing about it. Me neither. All right. uh, and it's funny because it, I didn't. You can't tell from the trailer if you don't know anything about or don't know much about Borderlands. Yeah. Even me, I know a little bit. I played Tales of the Borderlands, so I'm familiar with the universe. Yeah. You could have shown me that trailer, and I would have been like, "This has nothing to do with Borderlands at all." Oh, really? Yeah. What does it look like visually? It's more like. Medieval and sort of weird, like... Okay, I'm going to pull it up and you keep talking. Go I'm ahead. Just gonna, I'm just going to watch it on mute. But yeah, I just thought that was interesting because it's not the, you know, westerny space, you know, you know, the cell... It's the same cell-shaded sort of aesthetic, but it's more like medieval and weird and fantasy-based. I don't know. I'm curious to see. So, Tanner's... I'm going to shout cast, but quietly, Tanner, <laughs> as he watches this. I also saw... So, the beginning of the trailer, I thought was very clearly them sort of alluding to Elden Ring with them like hammering the thing. And it's I like thought that was kind of funny. Or something. Uh also yeah, big shotgun with a lot of barrels. Wait, what? Guy shooting dragon. Big explosion starring and now the cast is really interesting. You got Andy Sandberg. Wait, what? Wanda Sykes. Okay. That dude's doing the Doctor Strange thing. Will, Will Arnett. Arnett. Some good folks in this game. Ashley Birch. Who's the protagonist, I believe. Which makes sense. No, or maybe not. And her highness. Yeah, here comes the thing. This is like, this is butt, butt stallion. stallion. Okay. So yeah, is this like Tiny Tina's like imagined world? I really don't know. Because I know people love her as a character. As a character. Wonderlands. So yeah, they're just going for a different vibe. So yeah, like if you showed me that and told me that had nothing to do with Borderlands, I would believe you. Yeah, it looks like you said it looks more like mystical Borderlands, which I I personally can't play Borderlands not because I don't like them, but because they make me motion sick. Mm. So I don't know if I would be able to play this, but it looks kind of cool. Yeah, that's another game series that I'm like I've tried it. It seems like it should appeal to me, but it's never stuck. Yeah, my favorite Borderlands game is Tales from the Borderlands. Tales is great. Uh, Doesn't make me motion sick. Yeah, yeah. There's that one sequence that could, but, you know. Fair. But you never know. Forza Horizon 5 announced and dated. Looks really good, like all Forza games do. Looks really good. Shouldn't have been a big chunk of Xbox show, or at least yeah, that's they, our they opinion. They spent too it. much time on it. That was the thing. They, like, I wanted, I almost want to do, like, a breakout video of, like, E3 has a pacing problem, because mm. I think it does. Uh, and Xbox's pace was really good. And then they did that, and it was like, oh, you were so close. Yeah. You were so close. Yeah, and I I don't have a ton to say about it other than if there's a, a racing game that I'm going to play in the modern landscape, it's this one. Yep, agreed. Um, I think Forza Horizon is the most, cl- the closest to a racing sim that I'm willing to play. Yeah. But then it incorporates the, like, open world and... It looks actually fun. Yeah, exactly. And so. not just, like, serious all the time. So, again, if I get an Xbox and Game Pass... Then I'll play it. Yeah. But I wouldn't pay $60 for it, personally. Or $70. Yeah. (laughs) One of our favorite trailers from all of E3, The Outer Worlds 2 announced. Yeah. Also as Xbox and PC exclusive. Yeah. And a very tongue-in-cheek, goofy trailer that you really were eating up. It was really, really good. I mean, yeah, like, it it was fed to me as a big fan of marketing. But uh, I saw a tweet from whoever, I guess, like, the marketing director on Outer Worlds is about it afterward or someone attached to the trailer and they were like I can't believe they let me do this mm. like I oh, can't yeah, believe they I, let I me actually that. put this trailer out um yeah so if you didn't watch it was basically it was sort of the 
breakdown of a generic E3 trailer by the narrator. So it was like, uh, slow motion shots always look cool. And here's this monster. Is he going to be in the real game? No. Say goodbye to him now. And like just all that kind of stuff. It was very cute. Uh, Outer Worlds was a game that kind of similar to what you just said about Borderlands. I, I feel like it should have hooked me more. I liked what I played of Outer Worlds. I played probably 30 hours of it. But at some point I was like, all right, I get it. And I moved on. Um, hopefully this one has a little bit more to hook me in, but I think it's a game totally deserving of a sequel. Where does it stack up to you? Because I've barely touched it. Yeah. I played like an hour or two of it and then yeah. put it down. Um, among the other sort of like fallouts and obsidian type games, like where does it stack up to you? So I, I am more partial to fallout. I just think that world's cooler. Mm. Uh, it's obviously, to me, it's not nearly the quality of, like, 3 in New Vegas. At the time they were released, I'm sure if you were to go back and play them now, yeah. it'd, be, it'd be hard to compare. Uh, I think it was more, it had a lot more character than Fallout 4. Mm. Um, I think there were some things about Fallout 4 I liked more, but I would say quality-wise they were about Same equal. Same ballpark. Yeah. Which is funny because yeah, there's a big ballpark there in is. Fallout 4. There absolutely is. Shout out to Boston. But I think there was something about the Outer Worlds, like traveling from like port to port I didn't like as much like it wasn't I get why they did that but it like segmented the open yeah, world it wasn't a little like bit a big cohesive world it yeah, was, yeah it was just like a bunch of little places and I kind of like the the wasteland approach of fall I was just like all right just pick a direction and go mm-hmm. uh as opposed to this one was a lot more guided and maybe I don't know it's different strokes for different folks yeah I don't it's another one of those games that I'm like I could probably get into this but it's just not it's yeah. not speaking to me right now. Good voice acting in it, though. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Terry, you want to know a game that we really... I think we were about as hard on this game as anybody. Okay. Rainbow Six Extraction. Oh, my God. Official, <laughs> officially titled, gameplay revealed. I thought this looked like the most generic, like, Left 4 Dead style group shooter maybe ever. <laughs> yeah, it looked... It, I don't want to say it looked bad. No. It just looked... It just looked... Uninspired. Plain. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It looked like... A video game in a movie. You know, like the fake video game someone yeah. plays in like a movie or like a show or something? That's what it felt like That's to a me. Good, yeah. There was nothing about it that had any sort of charisma at all. It was just, yep, here's some here's a bunch of weird beasts you shoot. Also, another pacing problem thing. Ubisoft spent 16 minutes on it at the, the start first of the conference. 16 minutes. Yeah, like literally, hey, here's here's our new conference. Get ready for 20 minutes of this game. Uh, yeah, it was just, it did nothing for me, no, me at all. Neither. Um, and Rainbow Six, like, I've never played Siege, but I've watched enough of it with, like, streamer fans hey, and stuff. now's the perfect time, 2021, <laughs> to get back in. You love that line. I do. Uh, I've never played it, but I've seen enough of it, and I'm like, it's a fun game to watch. It's it's too hardcore for me, I think, unless I had a group or something. That's the thing, I, I would be into it, but I'm not, because other people aren't right, around exactly. me. Right, exactly. Uh, but... This looks... I don't know who this is catered toward. Because I think it's different enough from Siege that a lot of Siege players won't care because it's not multiplayer. It's, yeah. you know, PvE. And then to the person who's not into Rainbow Six, it feels too tied to Rainbow Six to let us in. It's a very weird... I don't I don't think this game is going to sell very well. I think I this imagine. is kind of a doomed... It doesn't seem like it has a target group, and that, that is always a bad sign. You wonder if in the process of renaming it, if maybe the other things were changed about it. Possible. Uh, the development obviously was sort of stifled by quarantine and 
Because it was called Quarantine. Exactly. Um, you'll never know. This is just a story of a game that was probably destined to fail. Yeah. But hopefully not. No, I mean, I'm yeah, not hopefully, for it to fail, hopefully it does but, well, but we, yeah, we were not fans. Sea of Thieves is getting a Pirates of the Caribbean crossover. Cool for them. Cool. I mean, cool for... I, I, I think I said this live too. Sea of Thieves, the game most unlikely to me to get a huge player base that has one. Like, I did not see its sustained success coming, and good for them, and good for Rare, and I know a bunch of people, uh, one of my buddies, Gambit, he literally, at least for a while, only streamed Sea of Thieves Mm. for like six months. Uh, So, shout out to that community, and it's cool. I mean, maybe one of the best pairings of like a movie coming into a game. It makes total sense. So, good for them. And shout out to Johnny Depp. Yeah. Kentuckian, although you'd never know it. No. Contraband. Just Cause devs reveal Xbox exclusive open world game. One of the cooler trailers. Didn't know it was an open world game, actually. I did. Certain. Yeah. You don't know much about it from the trailer. The trailer was cool. It told you basically nothing. I think there were like little postcards that said stuff. Yeah. My uh, my analysis of it was it looked like an A team style heist game. Yeah. Um, but so, now we know it's open world and played some Steely Dan. Yeah, it did. Uh, which we had to mute for the video. Uh, that tone is good. Yeah. And like just cause we know they can be very tongue in cheek, we know they can be very silly and campy. I hope they go full campy and it's just a blast to play. Um, but yeah, we don't know a lot about it yet, so yeah. it's hard to judge it. I hope so too, and that's. For setting a tone, I thought that trailer nailed it. Like, yep. Redfall told you so much more about the world. Sure. Uh, this was more like a tease of what a world could be. Yeah, That well actually was exciting to me. So, well yeah. done by those devs. Flight Sim console release date and Top Gun expansion announced. <laughs> the fact that it was Top Gun, was like, again, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Microsoft going out to the to the right sort of movie partners. Uh, cool for the people who want it. I flight sim is not my thing. I'm not a simulator guy at all. So, I assume it's on Game Pass, right? Yeah. I might. I'm. I'll. I'll have to try it one of these days. Just yeah, because you didn't know that you could fly literally anywhere. anywhere. Yeah. So like, I can fly over like. I just want to fly over places I've been. Sure. That aren't like New York. Yeah. Like, I like to. I'd like to fly over like Duke. Right. And see like, oh, can I see the building? I don't. Yeah. Know. yeah. I don't know how detailed it really is, but. I, I mean, I've heard it's pretty, pretty impressive. So. Uh, all right. I know for a while, not this flight sim, but I think it was trying to sort of conjure some of the old reputation of flight sim, which pre like the big move to PC gaming was stuff like Crisis. Flight sim was the game that people tested their computer hardware on. Yeah, it was like, can you run flight sim? Flight sim was a thing for a very. I mean, this is probably before my time, but uh, that was that was the gold standard for game sort of uh, technology use. So. Hopefully they've done it again with this game. Sidebar, because I don't think this technically happened as part of E3, but you brought it up, so this is your fault. Crisis Remastered Trilogy, yes. I'm excited about. Yeah, it looks pretty decent. Uh, I really, really dig Crisis 2 and 3. I ne- I've never played 1. Yeah, which um, Crisis 1 already got a standalone remaster. I think so. Correct, yeah. Uh, there was a trailer, and this trailer is like lodged in my head, and you can find it on YouTube. Um, it's B.O.B. Okay, yeah. Uh, doing a version of New York, New York. With okay. some chick um, over like an, a cinematic trailer. This is a Crisis 2 trailer. Okay. And I just remember seeing that trailer and I was like, I am buying this game. That was I, I don't know why it sold me so hard, <laughs> just that trailer. Like, this looks cool. Crisis 2 uh, was the game that was when I first started getting into PC gaming. 
the game was like can you run crisis 2 yeah. which i think crisis 1 had that reputation too but crisis 2 was like the gold standard at that point so it's funny that that gets brought up yeah and crisis 2 is cool but i played a lot of crisis 3 which had a lot more like stealth and it introduced the bow so it was mm-hmm. a lot more i just found stealth to be a more viable strategy in that one yeah and it was really fun so I'm low-key excited for that nice something we're Heike excited for 2020's game of the year according to IGN Hades yeah. is coming to Xbox and PlayStation yes it is uh, yeah I saw this one coming from a mile away but I am very excited for it and it's in August yep, which is not two that far out. away uh, everyone pick it up I am absolutely going to buy it again I'll, I'll buy it because I I got to know what all the hullabaloo is about it's one of my favorite games of the last decade or so mm. uh, it's Phenomenal, and had it not been for Last of Us Two, would have easily been my game of the year last year. So nice, great, great game. Excited to give it a shot. Solid soundtrack too. Let's see here. This is a little rundown of some things that they're adding to Xbox Game Pass. Okay, including a game that I am very intrigued by, which is Atomic Heart. Yes, that game looks dope. A really cool sort of Bioshock esque, prey esque, but sort yeah. of quirky, weird. I don't know, third-person shooter or first-person shooter action. Yes. So a lot that's going on there, but it looks really cool. The world looks really interesting. I I said to you, I think, it reminds me of not in... Not in actual style, but in tone of, like, a We Happy Few. Yes. Kind of this weird... There's a lot of mishmash of different things we all have touch points with, but there was, like, a... A, uh, a crash test dummy with a mustache that was attacking you, and then there was, like, a robot, and it, it just looks interesting. Uh, Back for Blood also coming to Game Pass. Yep. Good for the folks, your your Left for Dead people out there. Yeah, if you like Left for Dead, you're getting a lot of shit. <laughs> in, <laughs> right up your alley. Which this one, this is the actual Left for Dead 3, basically. Yeah. It's Turtle Rock, and, and so the developer's Left for Dead. And so uh, Warner is just publishing it, but looks cool. It'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Somerville, this is the game from, this is the inside. and Yes. Uh, kind of looked like Kentucky Route Zero a yeah. little bit. Looks like Inside and uh, Limbo. Playdead is the name of that yes. studio, I think. Uh, yeah, it looks cool. looks dark. It looks like my kind of thing. Very narrative-driven from mm-hmm. what it looks like. So, all in on that. A Plague Tale Requiem. People like the first one. Don't know much about it. Me neither. Uh, but, cool. Looks pretty. It does look really good, yeah. Uh, and the promising time loop game, 12 Minutes. Yeah! One of my most excited games. I can't wait for this game to come out. It only comes out... In a couple months, right? Isn't I think it? so. It's very soon. Uh, or maybe even sooner than that. Which, again, one of my predictions that I made last time uh, was like that it'll be in the next 90 days or whatever. Because uh, it's been submitted to film festivals and all this stuff. So, I am, I've been chomping at the bit to play this game forever. And I'm very excited for it to finally come out. Mm-hmm. And I'll acknowledge this because you just said predictions. So... We've not really gotten anything from EA or PlayStation. Yeah, so we'll just hold on PlayStation so on predictions. Until we know concretely that either these things are happening or not, or we get some things rolling out, you know, in the next few weeks. Yeah. Once we're once we're comfortably distant from E3, we will recap our predictions and really see who won. Yeah. Next. Far Cry 6 DLC lets you play as the series infamous villains. This was the only interesting thing from the Ubisoft conference. Yes. Uh except for obvious. You well, know, Avatar. interesting in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, and then Ravage is fine. But, uh, yeah, this looks cool. I Maybe one of the best hard sells of a DLC that I've seen in, at E3. But it's kind of weird that they're hard selling the DLC before the game's even out. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm into it 
pro- I'm almost more into that than I am actual the game Far Cry itself. 6. Yeah, yeah, I was kind of thinking the same thing. So I wonder if they sell it as an expansion. Speaking of expansions, Blood Dragon also, you know, in there, which you were excited which about. Which I love Blood Dragon. It was so funny we were talking about yeah. Blood Dragon as it was getting shown. It was really cool, but I yeah. Maybe my favorite I love Far Cry 3. Far Cry Blood Dragon might be my single favorite like just epitome of what Far Cry is. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. I love it. Honestly, Tanner, you could have told me this didn't happen and I would have believed you. Okay. Babylon's Fall PS5 version announced new gameplay shown off. I don't know where this happened. Me neither. Square, maybe? Let's see here. It's Platinum, so... Oh, yeah, they did show... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that was, that was during Square's Square. thing. Cool. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, this game was announced like a couple years ago, so people were kind of like waiting for it to resurface. Yeah, and I saw some people were disappointed by the new announcement, mm. I think. Speaking of things being resurfacing, yeah, Diablo 2 Resurrected release date announced. Cool. Cool, yeah. Diablo. RIP Vicarious Visions. RIP Death. Hell. <laughs> Diablo. <laughs> Riders Republic release date announced. I am shocked this game is $60. Yeah. It needs to be free to play. It That's does. the only way this game's going to do well. I, this game is not going to do well. I'm right there with you. It looks cool. I would play it for free, but I'm not paying $60 for it. Yeah, and so we saw, like, it was a lot more varied in terms of gameplay that we, we saw, right? Yeah. Like yeah, there was, like, snowmobiles and, uh, or maybe not snowmobiles, snowboards, skis, uh, paragliding, sort of like the wingsuit, whatever yeah. those are called. Uh, yeah, there, were, there was a lot of just ways to race and traverse different yeah. maps. It stuff. doesn't not look fun to play. No, it looks fun. But it's just, like... I don't know. There's an absence of a selling, you know, point there. That the the reason I said it needs to be free to play is because the trailer showed like these races of like sixty people. Yeah. Like a ton of I think bicycles was what they were on when they showed it, and there were just people coming over this hill like crazy. And my only thought was the only way you're going to get a player base that big is to go free to play. Yeah. I don't think enough people are going to buy this to fill regularly. 60 70 player races or whatever it's it's an odd sort of middle ground and the last thing which is not hype at all of a thing to end on on this list okay but we're going to continue the discussion yeah uh, is ubisoft announces rocksmith plus cool uh, <laughs> which i also had to mute uh yeah kind of cool that this is back i sure. guess uh, Wish there was just more Guitar Hero, you know. But. Made the great clip of us just going, bass! Exactly. <laughs> that was That funny. was awesome. Uh, but outside of that, yeah, it's Rocksmith. Cool. Yeah. So let's set that aside now. Okay. And let's have a discussion about our game of the show. All right. Well, let's the, sort of hash it out. Okay. Sure. Well, you're going to say something. What are you going to say? There were a couple things we missed. Oh, okay. Uh, WarioWare oh, yeah. got a new game. Oh, yeah. This didn't include Nintendo, I don't guess. Well, Breath of the Wild was Breath in there, but that was it. Yeah, really. Uh, looks dope. I'm very excited. I love WarioWare. You're going to love WarioWare when we play it. Okay. Because it's basically... Do you know what WarioWare is at all? I know it's like weird mini games. Like It's like the Mario Party mini games, but no board game. So it's yeah. just mini games. Yeah. And WarioWare makes for a great drinking game Ooh. if you... like. Person A does a mini game. If they win, they keep going. Person, or if they win, they pass the controller. Then person B does a mini game. Basically, whoever it ends on yeah. has to take a drink or whatever. Okay. Uh, very fun, especially with a group. It's really good. A new Mario Party got announced. That's true. Which is not technically new. It's 
uh, maps from the old 64 right. era. That but been, it is a new game. It's completely remade. Yeah, so they're they're doing... Uh, it looked like a couple of maps from like 4, 5, and 6. Mm. I think there are 5 maps total. Uh, which is... A lot of people were saying, is this DLC? And when I initially watched it on stream... And I was like, it can't be DLC. The The game now has five maps. Yeah. So I know five seems like a small amount, but that's how many Mario Party has, at least in the newer generations. Uh, I got very excited for this because I'm nostalgic for some of these maps and some of these mini games. Uh, but I just love Mario Party. I love Mario Party. And we'll absolutely pick it up. And I'm excited to finally have new maps to play because yeah. I'm kind of tired of the current oh, maps. Yeah. Uh, and the new mini games. And now this has online as well, which is cool, which they just patched in the old one. Obviously, it's running on the same engine, so that makes sense. But... Uh, those were my main two that I could remember off the top of my head that okay. were exciting. So, what stands out to you? What are you most excited about? What is your let's let's figure out our games of the show? Yeah, because my what jumps off the page obviously for me is Elden Ring, but uh, sure, that was something that I was excited for already coming in. I'm not more sold than I already was. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, do I? Put, I I don't think I could put 12 minutes there because I was already so hyped for it. Yeah. We didn't really learn much from that trailer. Uh, one of mine is Redfall. I was thinking about Redfall. For that sure. that has to be up there for me because my favorite thing about E three is finding something completely new and to mm-hmm. get excited about. Right? It's weirdly, with Arcane, uh, a couple of years ago, my game of the show was Deathloop because that yeah. game just looked so cool and so interesting in the style and the world and it all looked really really cool. Um, and similar thing again, where the world looks cool, the style is cool. Everything we touched on already. Uh, yeah, I would say Redfall for sure is up there in my, my games of the show. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to give a little bit... We talked about Contraband, and I really think... Mm. I don't know. That's you not having seen pretty much nothing. Yeah. I'm still excited about it, which is about as much as you could ask for from a trailer. Yeah. Uh, which is the same thing for Redfall, that you're, you know, right. you're excited for all the possibilities. Right. You're it, It's potential excitement. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. I... Atomic Heart really, I think, looks cool. I'm with you. I think this game looks dope. Uh, I love that Bioshock, the because that's it's definitely the closest analog to what it is. I think. Yeah. Just that weird, what kind of you're figuring out what kind of world you exist in, and like, what are the rules? What are these people like? Why did they create this place that I'm in? Yeah. That seems like the kind of questions that you're going to be asking, and we haven't seen a lot about the narrative that didn't really tease much other than. It's kind of like we talked about with Control. Like, maybe the story is the place itself. Sure, yeah. Like, that is the character. Um, and then, yeah, like, Zelda was another one that I was like, I'm glad it's here. Yeah. Uh, because I think it's, you know, time. I'm I'm excited. I love... I, you said you love it. It's one of your... I love Breath of the Wild. Like, it's yeah. really good. Um, but I'm just not a psychopath for it like some other people are. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I wouldn't go as far as to call you that, but I know some people sure. know, think it's you know the best thing since before sliced bread, let alone since sliced bread. Nice. Uh, what are you googling? You're, you're doing. Yeah, something. I'm looking. I'm looking up a game. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. So one of my, uh, I would I would also put Breath of the Wild two on my on my potential games of the show. It's kind of what you mentioned earlier with Elden Ring, which is like I was already hyped for it. I don't think I learned anything that made me more hype. Uh, so I don't know if I would call that a game of the show. I also don't know if we saw enough to really give it game of the show for me, uh, since we already knew the game existed. Uh, one of my sneaky ones that I think could be really good, Inscription, which is the card-based game from the Pony Island developer, Daniel Mullins. Uh, 
I love Pony Island. It's bizarre mm. and strange and artsy and just completely subversive. And I hope that that same energy goes towards this game. We didn't see a lot of it. The art style was really cool. Uh, again, it's a card-based game, so I don't know how into it I'm going to be. But just the potential of Pony Island dev new game got me very excited. So that's that's one that I'm going to keep my eye on for sure. There's something else we forgot. What's that? And something that I'm actually low-key excited about, also from Nintendo, the new Metroid. Oh, Metroid Dread, yeah. yeah which, new in co- in quotations, because apparently this game has been percolating for 17 years. Really? Did you not know about this? No, I didn't know that. So you don't know go. about the backstory to this? No. Metroid Dread was announced in 2004. Holy shit. And That's awesome. And was de facto canceled, or people assumed. Yeah. So for years, apparently, people were like, where is Metroid Dread going to resurface? And then they just gave up. Mm. They're like, well, it's just dead. It's never coming back. Yeah. And then somehow it came back. That's as, awesome. You know, a new 2D Metroid game that I think actually looks really cool. It does. I, this sells me. This is way more up my alley than Metroid Prime. Sure. Metroid Prime doesn't look like my kind of thing, but Metroid Dread, the art style was kind of ass. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, but the gameplay looks cool. Uh, and I, the mood of it is cool for a Metroidvania. Like it's, it is based on fear and stuff like that. It seems really cool, but that's a good point. I'm glad we mentioned it. Cause I think people would be mad if we didn't. Yeah. Now I think I'm going to give my objective game of the show, probably to Redfall. I think yeah, that's the I game that's that too. generated the most hype from hype that you didn't have before E3 right. to hype that you have now. Yeah. I think succeeded the best in that regard. Um, where would you put guardians on that? Top five, yeah, probably. I think it's fair. Because uh, I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying that Guardians looks amazing, right? I just love Guardians it of the Galaxy, fun. and I think the banter will be fun, and like, yeah, I, I will, I'm a Marvel simp, like now, <laughs> like I will freely admit that, like the MCU yeah, yeah. can just have bukus of my money as much as they want. <laughs> give me all of these movies, give me all of these properties, whatever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm excited about it. Curious about it. I don't know if I'll pay a full seventy dollars for it. Sure, uh, but I'll play it one of these days. Uh, now, you got something? No, no, no. Go ahead. Now I want to discuss very briefly. What is something that you wanted to see at E3 that wasn't there? Hmm, that's a good question. I know one thing that immediately came to mind for me. Indiana Jones. That was one for sure. The, I really thought there was a chance we'd see it. Yeah, but I really wanted. Hollow Knight Silk Song. Oh, yeah! I'm surprised we didn't get Wait, it. I'm people. I've been you know sort of browsing around and like not everyone was thinking that it might be somewhere. But then Team Cherry, I think, came out and said, "Hey, we we're not going to do anything. Don't please don't get your hopes up." Which fair fair play to them. But it's also been a while, so it's kind of it like yeah. it's time in a sense. Which that game's supposed to be next year, right? Or I don't it, know if it's is it this year. Conf- is it confirmed? I thought it had a anywhere? date. Maybe not. Sorry. I don't think so. Yeah, that was one that I was like, man, I really, I need that. I, I love need some more Hollow Knight. I love that you are into Hollow Knight. Oh, absolutely. It, it makes me so happy. It's so good. It was Metroid. Seeing Metroid is what made me think of that. I was like, mm. you know, Metroid looks cool, but I'm, oh, because it kind of is like Hollow Knight. Oh, give me some more Hollow Knight, you know? Also, uh, things I wanted to see, PlayStation. That was, yeah. Where the fuck is PlayStation? Now, there have been rumors that July, they're doing something in July, but I don't want to buy them yet. So, uh, I feel like they have to do something. I would hope so. Just a state of play with some things. Yeah. Um, which I wish they would just ditch state of plays. Me too. Or make state of play 
bigger and less frequent. Like I don't like these little breakouts that they do. I don't I, love that I they agree. did a breakout just for Horizon. Like yeah, same. It muddies the waters. See, uh, I saw some people saying that Xbox should have just done a state of play type thing. Mm, no. no, they're as far as like no audience. Their presentation was perfect. Yeah, it was really good. I love the pace of it. I love the. You have to have a stage. I'm gonna be a diehard on that. I I love a stage and people coming out and the. I just love production. Yeah, and I think that just makes it feel like such a big deal as opposed to here's the thing we put together in After Effects. Yeah, which is what the all the directs and state of plays are. Yeah, and you know. To be determined what E3 or EA does. Sure. But I want to see Skate mm, badly. I want to see Peggle. I want to see, of course, but like, you know. <laughs> we're not seeing Peggle. We're not seeing Peggle. <laughs> we're never seeing Peggle. I feel like we'd probably see Skate, or at least there's yeah, a good chance we'd see Skate. Yeah. If not, my poor little vicarious visions, love and heart <laughs> will be disappointed. <laughs> Obviously, they're not related, but I just want more skateboarding games. Yeah. Well, Tanner, that about does it. Yeah. For what... E3 has been so far. Like we said, we will stay vigilant for whatever comes, if anything, from PlayStation, from EA, and we will recount our predictions when the time feels appropriate. This is not a traditional year for E3. <laughs> there may never be another traditional year for E3 ever. Makes me sad. So, Congratulations but, to Redfall for winning Double Tap's E3 game of the show. And I would say congrats to Xbox overall for probably having the show of the show. Yeah, yeah. either of them or Nintendo. Nintendo's show was pretty strong. Very concise and good, for yeah. sure. It was neck and neck between those two. Uh, I would be surprised if PlayStation can put out a better one if they do. What's funny is that I am higher on Xbox now than we were initially after the show. Mm. Just because I went back and like had to watch a little bit of it when I was editing the video. And... <clears throat> their pace was unrelenting. Yeah. It was just like trailer, 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 trailer. Now, some of the trailers didn't hit for us, but... You forget the forgetful things. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. The same kind of thing. Well, Tanner, do you have a recommendation? Ooh, I haven't thought of one. Go for it, if you I have mean, one. I mean, the recommendation's easy, because it's the same recommendation that you recommended to me, which is Slay the Spire. Nice. You gotta do it. Very good. How am I, how am I gonna sit here and pour, like... Wake up at 8.30 this morning and be like, I'm going to play some Slay the Spire and not <laughs> recommend it when I haven't talked about it at all before. Yeah. So it's a delightful little game. Obviously, we're killing time. If you're not playing Ratchet like me, uh, you're waiting for the next big thing that's going to you know satiate you. Yeah. Slay the Spire is a great little thing to kill some time with. And obviously, I'm not even, I haven't fully explored the depths of it. Uh, haven't looked at the trophies. I don't know if it's like a attainable platinum. Yeah, I don't or know either. I think it's pretty difficult, but not impossible. You know, but you know, I've platinumed a couple difficult games in my day. Yeah. Uh, so who knows? But Slay the Spire, very good game. I will say uh, we've used the word satiate three times in this podcast. Uh, my my recommend. I, I actually remembered something I told myself I was going to recommend like a, w- a week ago. Uh, a game that just went on the Nintendo eShop for the first time, but is an older game. Thomas was alone. Oh. I really love Thomas Was Alone, uh, a game I got all the trophies in, although it didn't have a platinum. Uh, it's Mike Bithell, who also made Volume. He made the John Wick Hex game. Uh, he made a really cool solitaire game called The Solitaire Conspiracy. Uh, I really like Mike Bithell. I like his work, but this is still probably my favorite game of his. I really like Volume, too. Uh, Thomas Was Alone is a, is, a ga- is a little platformer about shapes and it'll make you care about different size squares and rectangles. <laughs> it's very impressive at how well it builds a story about these little faceless characters. Uh, so yeah, shout out to Thomas Was Alone. Give me like 15 seconds. Okay. Because there's... I'm going to recommend other something small because if I don't recommend it now, I never will. Okay. And it's the most 
it's not related to video games at all, except that it is barely. <laughs> okay. Our favorite kind of recommends. Uh, I got it, basically, now. Okay, go ahead. My favorite subreddit, and I've come to this conclusion, is Perfectly Cut Screams. Right, okay. I love this subreddit. Something about it is just uniquely hilarious. All right. If you go to Perfectly Cut Screams right now. <laughs> when we're recording this. As of the recording of this, this video is was posted 20 days ago. Okay. So by the time this is up, if you search it's top like 24 posts, days ago. If you search top posts this month, it will probably still be on top. Yeah. Uh, it is... I don't know if this was a real commercial. <laughs> okay. But it was a commercial for Mario Kart Super Circuit on the Game Boy Advance. All right. And I'm not going to say anything else more about it, but like... <clears throat> oh, we, I'm going to watch it after? Is that it's incredible. You out there, should, I'm like... If you're on Reddit, go to this. One of the funniest videos I've seen in quite a while. Okay. Well. That's about it. <laughs> All right. So we'll be back next week, probably with some actual beer next time. But you got to have a little recovery. We're recovering from E3. We're recovering from a good Game 7. An incredible Game 7. A really, really, really good Game 7. Uh, go Bucks. Go Bucks. Go Xbox. Go Redfall. Yeah. Congratulations. And until next time, we're tapping out.